So hello everyone and welcome to our podcast this afternoon um, and today we are joined by Sam Goss who is the GM for the Castle Hotel M Gallery in Windsor and we also have Kath Harlow of Windsor Mice. So welcome to you both. Thank you. Hello, both. hi, nice hello. to see you. <laughs> Actually see you. <laughs> <laughs> right, so today we're just going to go through um, some questions to get to know you, get to know the property, um, just so our listeners have a bit of insight into all things Castle Hotel. So shall we kick off with the first question uh, and let we, let's start with finding out a bit about your venue. So tell us everything you know. <laughs> okay, so the Castle Hotel uh, Windsor, we, we are opposite the Guild Hall, um, one minute's walk from uh, Windsor Castle, a minute's walk the other side to the Long Walk. So an enviable location. We are very fortunate. Um, we are one of the oldest inns in Windsor, so lots of history and heritage to us. Um, the building dates back, or parts of it, to the mid-1500s. So it's seen lots of people coming through its yeah. doors. It's made lots of memories and made lots of people very happy. Um, it was originally called the Mermaid Inn back in oh. the, the mid 1500s. That's a we've, weird name. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got a lovely motif as well yeah. with that and some of the history of that, which is, I think, a really important part of what the hotel's all about the history, the character as well. Yeah. Um, into the hotel and you've got lots of really beautiful stuff in your artwork that's weaved in the you know the sort of historical elements it's such a lovely thing to be able to see and the location the location for me is amazing because I obviously I live very close to Windsor and whenever I want to meet someone for a coffee or a bite to eat I always meet in the castle hotel everyone knows where it is everyone knows the location it's easy to find parking just down the road um when you don't get a ticket, because I do get a ticket quite a lot, but that's completely my fault. But yeah, location is fantastic. I'm um, sure you should come and park with us. We've got over 110 parking spaces here, so next time don't I get tickets, up. come and park here. Next time I will. I'm really bad at it, actually. I just kind of like ram it into the car park and then run and forget to pay, because I think it's not one, the one down the road from the Castle Hotel. It's not that one, you know, where you can get the app. I think it's Ringo. I think it's like one of the older school ones, but it's still fine. There's plenty of parking, which is amazing. But I will definitely hit you up. <laughs> Come and park with us. I will. Um, so the next question we've got for you is quite a fun one. Um, if your venue was a famous person, who would it be? Okay, uh, good question. <laughs> um, I'd like to say Princess Diana. Good um, one. Uh, you know, has the history and the heritage and the royal connection. Uh, Princess Diana was certainly had amazing warmth and hospitality, interpersonal skills, and uh, was just such a lovely person. Yeah. And I think that is, you know, certainly part of the cultural values which are shining through from our hotel. Our team try to really portray that, yeah. similarly as uh, Princess Diana would, that warmth, that friendliness, that, um, you know, being accessible to everybody as well. I think yeah. you know, Princess Diana certainly came across as accessible to everybody. And, and so are we here at the castle. Um, so, yeah, I think Princess Diana. That's a good answer. <laughs> well done. <laughs> um, okay, so the next thing we've got to discuss is um, basically 
from an events angle. So myself as an event professional, when I'm looking at our venue proposals, I need to know things like capacity, the car parking that we just discussed, early access, all your catering options, um, and all everything about AV and AV tech, which is so fundamental to producing um, an outstanding event. So I guess from your side, what sort of things would you need from us? And what, what sort of things do you think are the most important things when producing an event for an event professional? Um, I think it's partnering, partnering with them, um, yeah. partnering with the client and really finding out what's the most important thing to the client. Yeah. What, is, what are those non-negotiables? What is the purpose of the event? You know, yeah. What are they trying to achieve? And what's that outcome? What's that going to look like? Yeah. And, and how we can help and assist to, to deliver that and partner to get that right, the same end result. Yeah. Um, so understand, you know, is it about energy? Is it about really spoiling people? Is it about great food? Is it about, um, you know, relaxing people? Is yeah. it about, you know, increasing sales and motivating people? Yeah. All of those things, you know, we just want to understand that and then we can tailor and work and listen to the client and really make sure that we're on the same page and delivering that purpose for the client. Yeah, I think it's really important. And I think even myself, and I'm guilty of it, when I've got quite a lot of events on, I will flick a brief to a property and I'll be like, 50 bedrooms this time, like really minimal, um, minimal minimalistic brief. And it doesn't help anyone, does it? Because then you guys have to come back 16 times and say like, what, what level is the audience? Like, do you want the same level category of rooms? What sort of catering do you want? Do you want room drops? So being from our side, like being really open and honest of everything to do with the event from the offset, because at the end of the day, like you want to help us and you want us to be able to produce, like you said, in partnership, an amazing event. But yeah, I think giving you as much information as possible is something that we can help to do to make yes, it I do it all the time and I know I do it because I will just, just bash it off as quick as I can. Just <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I haven't even told you like maybe the people are coming are really like quite senior stakeholders in the business. So they're going to require a certain level of, of bedrooms or, you know, catering. They're all from a specific country yeah. and angle on that side of it. Yeah. Or you'll get like the, the brief with catering included and then it's kind of all buffet and you're like, well, actually this is like my CEO and he's never going to eat off a buffet. So, I, you know, I think it's us. It's always like a two-way street for us to give you as much information as possible. So I'm yes, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, and also, I think at times it's picking up the phone. Let's have that conversation, please, so that we can really talk it through, build that relationship and talk about the nuances of the event uh, yeah. rather than just relying on RFDs or emails, which certainly serve a purpose. Yeah. I'd much rather pick up the phone and have a conversation. Yeah, definitely, and, and encourage people, well, I would always encourage people to do a site visit. Like it might be a couple of hours out of your day, but even if you can do that from the offset, you can feel the property rather than, you know, starting to build that relationship and all the emails back and forth. And then you might get there and decide actually, you know, um, this is not going to work or this is going to work but maybe this will work for a different type of event so really encouraging open conversations communication getting to know you getting to know the venue um asking all the right questions from the offset i think yeah. completely agree um 
I've got another good one about your fantasy event. <laughs> so if you could have any event at the Castle Hotel in, in the history of the world, any guest type, any type of event, what would you have? Wow, another great question. Um, selfishly, because I'm a huge rugby fan, I, I'd, I'd probably say, you know, let's have a massive rugby event, you know, the World Rugby Awards and things <laughs> like that. But no, let's forget that. Let's do something which would be really special. And I think certainly at this moment in time, a huge celebration and recognition of the amazing key workers that yeah, are out yeah. there. You yeah. know, thanking the NHS and the local postal workers and the local bin men and having an amazing event just showing our gratitude, our appreciation to them yeah. would be really, really special. Yeah. I think it would be humbling to be able to do that. I think utilizing local suppliers, the food as well. So making sure that we're utilizing the local community yeah. and also the local community and the local talent for the entertainment as well. Yeah. yeah. So really just bring the community together yeah. and thanking the wonderful key workers for everything they've been doing for us. That's such, yeah, that's perfect and like what an event it would be we keep talking about that don't we within the industry and like what we're going to do when we get to the other side and you know obviously no one knows how long that's going to be but everyone knows that they want to be able to um do do things for all of those people that have actually got us through the time at the moment the, the postman the other day um he dropped another parcel and he's like you wouldn't believe it he goes usually i delivered about two I think he said 200 parcels every Saturday but now he's up to 800 parcels wow. on a Saturday and I'm like I did get a break and he's like no it's all good like he was just so happy and jovial to be out and about and helping people and it, it's just really humbling isn't it like it makes you so appreciative of all the people that are working to support us um so I like your idea I think I'm going to come to that we also wanted to touch on uh, the CSR and the corporate social responsibility angle with you this morning. Um, um, how do you approach CSR as a venue? Uh, yeah, corporate social responsibility is crucial. Um, as I mentioned previously, you know, being part of the local community yeah. um, is really important to me and the hotel. Um, supporting uh, local charities, um, we've recently provided quite a lot of food and helped out and did some cooking for, for uh, Trinity Church, a, a local charity. We also made some lovely donations to um, the Royal Berkshire Hospital. So doing things like that. Yeah. Um, but throughout the course of the year, we, we, we're supporting various charities and initiatives. We host a number of different charity events and balls. Um, in terms of Environmentally as well, we have um, Planet 21, which is our environmental um, plans, policies and initiatives. We have a whole environmental and green team, which meets on a quarterly basis to look at the various initiatives. So again, utilizing local supplies is crucial to us, minimizing the food miles, um, trying to er eradicate any uh, single-use plastics, and again, working with our suppliers to do that as yeah. well. Maybe we've done, done things like, you know, installed a little herb garden. Um, so just little things like that. Yeah. Um, yes, we do all the, the, the general stuff, the, the recycling, the low energy light bulbs and yeah. things like that. But, you know, we've got to look after our planet. And yeah. I think our customers, our guests, 
are more and more um, you know, focused on what hotels and venues are doing yeah. and, and it plays an important part to their decision making if they've got an engaged venue or not. 100% there's a long way towards supporting staff as well because it sounds like you guys have really thought it through carefully and you know exactly what you're doing and it's not just a nod in the direction of you've actually got really practical things that you're doing and quite often for staff members knowing that that their company does that um, it actually means quite a lot to them and it helps them to talk about you know the hotel to other people that they're seeing and meeting yeah very much so and you know it's all well and good having one or two people driving things forward but what you need to do is just get it into the whole culture of your team yeah. so that everybody is living and breathing it so they're all on the same page all working towards that same common purpose and goal of you know protecting the environment engaging with the community looking after what we've got and uh, and, and just yeah being the best we can be yeah, it's super important, and it's obviously like when we report back up to our to our CEOs in, in in a corporate world, it's something that we have to address and answer that we're looking for venues that can support our CSR initiatives. So if we can, if we've got visibility of what you're doing up front, it makes our jobs just that little bit easier as well. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so with CSR, we move on to well-being, which is obviously a massive hot topic generally, but at the moment even more so. Um, so in terms of well-being events and offers, what would you usually have at the Castle Hotel? Uh, again, so well, well-being, huge, huge topic and really, really important. Um, I'm personally a mental health first aider, um, so put myself through that um, and really look after the team. We make sure that you know, everything from the nutrition and hydration, from the, the team meals, is there that it's great quality um, looking after things like um, uh, the uh, not just the mental health but the activities so we've had some personal trainers come in to do some team sessions with the team so starting first of all with the team and yeah. making sure that they're really cared for really looked after and their holistic health and well-being is, is uh, an important part of looking after the team yeah. Um, and then moving on to what we can offer to uh, our, our fantastic guests that walk through the door. So it's, again, making sure that we have the running maps and the running routes that people yeah. can enjoy. So if they want to do exercise and activity, we don't have a gym on site, but we have a partnership with a gym, literally a minute's walk away yeah. so that we have those sort of facilities. For meetings and events, um, we're looking at launching a health and well-being package. So with mindfulness, with some motivational and inspirational um, memos and quotes on the stationery, um, and also having local suppliers, so local nutritional experts, uh, mindfulness experts, to be able to come in and do just snap sessions and little yeah. uh, pockets of information to deliver whatever is required to that event yeah it's so important like as an event professional it's something that I always look at as well and whether it's like halfway through a meeting we take a break and we go off and do a yoga or pilates class obviously in Windsor and where your property is situated you've got some amazing walks some very scenic <laughs> amazing walks which you could like incorporate into your delegates day as well which is fantastic 
but we, I think Kath and I, we talked about the whole um, healthy food offering on one of our other podcasts as well, which is amazing. And lots of venues do it. But then sometimes I'm still like, I want some cheesecake. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> um, and it's good to see properties are able to offer both types of options because you, you just never know what people are going or especially like your, your board or your CEO, if you're doing that level of a meeting, you don't know what, um, mindset they're going to be in do they want to eat healthy food do they want to have a bit of a splurge do they want to eat you know steak and red wine or do they want to have salad and uh <laughs> fruit juice so yeah it's really important but definitely well-being angle is something and i guess also from in terms of your location it's a nice little short walk to the long walk and they're beautiful walks from there and you've got the river just on the other side as well for any sort of boating things too yeah, it's gorgeous. There's so much to do in the area. I've been, uh, I try and have a run most mornings and I run down through Home Park and along the river and it's gorgeous, you know, seeing the ducks and the swans there and it's a great way to, to start the day. But you can also go and do more energetic activities on the river as well. You can do stand-up paddle boarding there or uh, kayaking. So again, we're spoiled with all of the various activities and beautiful scenic areas we've got around us. And there's certainly a lot of team building companies that I know that you guys have worked with in the past as well. So there's no shortage of activities you could do. I think I've also done a taxi treasure hunt around Windsor um, with one of the properties there as well, which is amazing. So there's lots of different things on offer, which is great. Um, we have come to the conclusion of our little chat this morning. <laughs> so thank you so much for spending uh, the last 20 minutes with us. Really informative to learn all about the property. Um, yeah, it was great. So thank you. Thank you very much. It's been great. My pleasure. Look forward to welcoming everyone to the castle. Bye. Bye. Bye.